Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. This is the word of the Lord. We're joined again today with uh, by John Awachekwa, reading through the Beatitudes. And um, I mean, every one of these is uh, is so different than the message of the world <laughs> right. around us. Um you know, some translations say, you know, meek here, which is kind of like right. a humble strength. It's not yeah. flexing your strength all the time. Right, right, right. Which it just seems like we live in this age of self-promotion mm. where it's like if something good happens to you, you better let as many people know about it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be not the way that the Lord is calling us to live. Uh, right. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah, this is just like like you said. It just runs so contrary, right? That especially when we think of, you know, people taking possession of the world or the land throughout the history of mankind, taking possession of something that's not yours has come by force and strength and armies and fighting and conquering, right? That's how, you, that's how you get the earth. That's how strength. you possess the earth. Strength, conquer. But here, right, even the taking possession of the earth, it says, no, 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 wait, wait. All right, it's the meek and the humble. They'll inherit the earth. Mm. It's not, you don't get an inheritance by force, but by the kindness and generosity of the one to whom it really belongs right and so it even changes up the nature of how we go about or we think about what our future holds and how we get what god has laid out for us right the, the yeah we don't get it by pulling out our swords and slicing off ears yeah right we get it by kind of laying the weapons of wars down um and trusting not in our strength but trusting in a promise of God that seems to run contrary, right? That says, hey, my circumstances don't seem like they line me up to get the things that you said, but God, I'm going to trust your word more than I trust what I see. And I, I think th that's a struggle. I think Christians struggle to have that kind of faith, though. Right. I mean, I, I, I think Christians sometimes are good at recognizing, you know, something that may be right or wrong or a way of the world that is yeah. running contrary to the truth of God. But the way they go about defending that or fighting for, if you will, the way of God right. is actually itself a worldly or secular means, <laughs> right. you know? And so it's, it's like we, we trust God for what is holy, right? Um, you know, but we don't trust God to, in a holy way to to give us or to provide the earth or to provide right. what is holy. Yeah. And um yeah, I just think that that has led to so many of the church's problems. I mean again, we could I mean, we can just run through church history on this one. Right. Um you know, when the church it's not that the church is you know, failing to recognize in some ways the good or the bad or the evil. It's the means by which they go about trying to secure the good right, of the Vatican. Right, the right, right, um, right. Yeah. And again, I mean, you, you could run not only through the church history, but back into the people of Israel, the people of God. Um, it, why can't we learn this lesson? Yeah. Like, why can't we Why can't we see this? Yeah, because I think it, seeing it feels 
just costly and vulnerable and exposing. And you find yourself Genesis 15, right? Where Abram's like, Lord, I'm getting old and you're taking yeah, yeah. longer than than you said, right? You you go throughout. Let me just kind of take matters into my own hands yeah, here. Yeah, that all throughout the Bible, what you see is that God making a promise. And it seems as if he's taking the long way to get there, right? Joseph has a dream 13 years before he does it. Uh, David is anointed king 13 years before he's there. Everywhere that God makes this promise, the people of God are forced to say, all right, I've got to wait on God to do this. And it's not even wait. It's like, it's a meek waiting. I mean, the, the example of David, I mean, right. he's running for his life. The yeah. example of Joseph, he's a slave. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, it's, it's not just waiting. Right. <laughs> it's like the worst kind of waiting. Yeah. That the waiting is not some passive pursuit. Yeah, they're not like hanging out at the beach. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It's very active trusting God for his constant provision and protection in spite of circumstances in a world that's telling you, nah, I don't think that God's going to come through. People saying, you're a fool for believing that, yeah, this is the way. And you get yourself in a place where it's like, all right, Lord, am I going to, in humility, trust what you say more than what I see? Or in pride, am I going to say, all right, God, I know that you said this, but I actually think I know a better way to get mm -hmm. there and do things on my own. And so it comes down to. Yeah. And yeah. and again, it's it's not wrong to, I mean, there is a blessing that comes in with intimacy with God. I mean, we inherit the earth. I mean, right. that's a promise. Yeah. That's, a, that's a motivating right. promise. But the, the, the way to get there is humility it's it's meekness it's it's patience yeah. it's it's all of these things that, yeah. that actually display faith right yeah yeah one one thing uh i i forget who said this but they were like um you know so often when we come to the text we imagine that the uh the point of the text is application what must i do but often the point of the text is supplication mm -hmm. right so not trying harder but crying harder mm. and humility is one of those things it's a you you can't force your way into humility it's saying lord i believe this is true uh, right right now in a moment of sobriety i know that this is the pathway towards what you want but i know as time goes on i'm going to be less and less convinced of that God, would you plug That's that good. hole at the bottom That's of good. my heart where yeah. this is going to leak out? Sometimes faith requires a meaningful, courageous, whatever action. <laughs> right. But sometimes faith requires a stillness right. and a quietness yeah. that uh, is oftentimes harder than the meaningful action. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Well, for John Awachekwa, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 
1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.